Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, it's that time of year again. What time of year, you ask? It's the time of year for our year-end review. And today, we're going to be doing a roundtable. Coming all the way from the East Coast, I've got Tori Alonzo. i got my boy, George T., and we're getting ready to kick it off here with a year-end review on Let's Talk Dubs. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. What up, boys? What's up, Bilty? Dude, can you get any more funky with that intro? I'm over here just nodding my head, man. That Jeez. is funky serious. And that, and smooth. And that intro is brought to us by Ryan Connect, who's also doing my – he's editing my prison podcast, which you can find on uh, Podbean as well as Apple Podcasts. I don't know what's going on with Apple Podcasts. I have an account directly with them just to load it directly up. Fourth episode hasn't even uploaded. I don't know what the deal is with that. Something kind of funky, but I, I tried to do a little switch up, and now I'm paying for it. But the intro music is done by Ryan Connect, stun, son of Steve Connect, builder of Future Shock. So it's all Volkswagen. It's all full circle. All the time, all related. I was just thinking about something like that the other day um, in respect to all the people that I know. I, matter of fact, I mentioned it on, our, on the Instagram I just did a few minutes ago where I had um, – Kenny Fitzer from Kenny Fitzer Designs reached out to me, sent me a picture of a bus he's looking at. And so I said, well, that's not really my wheelhouse, the, the super detail, stuff like that. But I know who is. It's my boy, Lind. So I got Lind on the phone. And then I'm sitting there trying to choke, choke down my dinner while I got a, a three-way conversation going in L.A., Idaho, and Vegas. And uh, I'm just a pair of eyeballs in the back. But lots of cool things coming up this year that we're going to be talking about that I just got wind of. But also... This year is a year in review. So one of our guys uh, from from the East Coast, we got Tori Alonzo. Tori, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, man? It's good to be here. What a year. What a crazy year. It has. Listen, bro. <laughs> I, think I, got every, I think I got everybody beat for craziest year. Because yeah. I was just sitting here, looking back, I sitting here looking back at the schedule and I thought, holy crap, man, for two months I was in prison. For two months I was in prison <laughs> No podcast year. from March to May. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry I wasn't able to pull that off. But uh, if you guys want more of that story, you can search my podcast, uh, Arrested in Mexico. But, um, yeah, it's uh, pretty wild. This this year, I mean, kicking off this year, we talked about it on the podcast. We talked about the Grand National Roadster Show, and just um, just that in and of itself seemed to be just such a unique experience. If I can take away, there's there's one there's one moment when I was there, and I was talking with Burley, and we're talking about all these cars. And he's talking, you know, and Burley's Burley's up in his eighties, and we're talking about some stuff, and we said. There's so many cars here that have so much history that there are so many people that are connected to these cars that are gone. I said, I can only imagine what it's like here when everybody leaves in the middle of the night, when all these people are coming down from the other side, checking out all the cars then seeing all these cars in one location. It was just such a surreal experience, especially when we were, we were wrapping up the day we were cranking out podcasts. And I think we had just finished, finished up with, uh, with uh, Dino and Frenchie doing the 67 uh, podcast. And, 
Billy Gibbons happens to come in and it's kind of like this VIP entourage is with him and they came in to see Pearl Necklace and everybody's kind of scrambling around taking some pictures and whatnot and Eric Geiser's there and, and I was over there wrapping up my podcast booth and they said, hey, uh, does anybody have a Sharpie? Sure enough, I had a Sharpie and I, <laughs> I walked over there and I said, well, yeah, I got a Sharpie, but you first you got you got to sign my tin. And then I took my tin from the because they gave all of us a display there. They gave us one of those embossed tins for the Grand National Roadster Show for that year. And on the back of mine, I have signatures from everybody that did the podcast. A lot of people that are from all over. And I just thought it was such a cool keepsake to have everybody sign my, you know, my my plaque and all that kind of stuff from there. So. It's like your yearbook, bro. Yeah, it's like my what's the yearbook? I that when you're a high school dropout, <laughs> that's my yearbook. Please. Stay cool, stay cool, Bill. Stay, stay cool. cool. K I T. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was. Uh, Boy, the, you jumped all the way to May. It wasn't. Well, no, no, the Red, that was in January. Grand National Show was in January. January, huh? Yeah. Nice. So, yep. right. first pop- it was all downhill after that, dude. That's it. <laughs> That's well, you know, oh, crap. the the, cra- the crazy part, in, especially for Bill. Yeah, the crazy part in January was, um, let's see, the the first podcast we had put out this year, right after January was uh, started with the the ones from the Grand National Roadster Show. Matter of fact, the first part of the year, uh, one of the ones that really stands out to me this year, one of my favorite all time podcasts, Clyde Berg. Absolutely, yeah, that was that one was a game changer. That yeah. was that was such a great podcast, and that. It, just the stories that he told and kind of the insider stuff that, you know, these are stories you're never going to read about in Hobby W's, right? Or VW yeah. Trends. I mean, this is, this is straight from the source kind of stuff. It was, it was, it was really cool. That was a very good get. And it really your, your prison time really sucked in correlation with that because I think it could have really crested yeah. like, like taking it to another level at that point. Yeah. No. I was actually the most bummed about that when you went to jail, like, oh, he's like this close. Yeah this close yeah and, and I, then you and then you lost some right didn't you have some really good podcasts that were already in the can I, yeah. so those the ones i lost this year from the grand national show i lost steve sanford uh the <sighs> the he's a hot rod rendering yeah. guy that did all the cartoon renderings throughout the 80s mm-hmm. and he's yep. and he's 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 an all car guy like he did loves he pass them away no 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 all i right, just lo- i back. lost the interview and let me yeah. tell you right now you thought Tori's mic was hot before we got on stage? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, Steve is all up in that microphone. I mean, he is all up in the filament. So, um, but yeah, I lost, I lost Steve's, and um, I had oh, the you worst, lost Steve Connects the too, didn't worst you? one that I lost. I had, I'm so devastated by this particular loss. And when I say I lost it, when I went to Mexico, those were on the 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 um the SD card that was in my laptop that got stolen in Mexico and the, there was two podcasts on there that I did not back up to the cloud and it was uh Jack DiGiacomo his son and Steve Connect and I'm going to tell you right now the wrap up on that podcast when we kind of wrapped it up it was just bringing it together and I just looked at the dad and I said what's it feel like that your son tracked your car down and bought your car that you spent all your summers working on building and it was just it was it was a, it was an it was an irreplaceable moment. Like you couldn't, yeah, you, you can't reproduce you can't it because it was the one time moment. response. Yeah. And for Steve to be there and for these guys to be there 35 years later, as they were teenagers building cars and just seeing like, you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just such an epic. Right. I mean, you literally had the Bakersfield crew there with the cars that they built decades later 
you know, that are finally being yeah. recognized for, for how historic these cars were, it you know, back in the eighties. Totally bummed me out. And, and I, and I believe there, there's a full on documentary that could just be done on that whole Bakersfield, that whole Bakersfield snapshot in time with, I mean, it starts with, you know, Steve connect the cars he's building all these wild cars, crazy colors coming out of Bakersfield, disrupting yep. the scene with the culmination of obviously rod buster like the ultimate of ultimate over the top show cars that yep. just goes to a you got delfino Squareback. yeah i mean all of them dennis hides gear bg star dennis, yep. dennis hides gear that impacts the scene to the point where it's impacts the the scene in the uk yeah that we didn't feel it the same way because the literature that was out there was more scarce so that book made a bigger impact in the uk than it did out here yeah but colin burnham was he's a big vw book guy up there and so mm -hmm. the, you know that's what those guys have and they probably not getting magazines from the states but that's what i meant they yeah. we, we're spoiled so the book didn't make that big of an impact here they don't well, have I, I think hot vws vw trends yeah all the stuff that was happening here well but time. you gotta i i think the bigger difference is that here in the states it wasn't uncommon to see a pink car especially in the 80s you know yeah. crazy color stuff like that Pastels, and that period. was so rare over in europe you know what i mean it's but gloomy there Some yeah depressed people <laughs> a lot of bad weather but, but uh so the getting back to clyde berg one of my favorite things about the and clyde is just such a such a such a good dude man um yeah. and and getting back to to getting that interview with clyde it was you know hearing the stories about gene and what it was like to to work for gene and and, and that's, that's one of the main reasons i want to get the other bergs on there is because I really want to get D on because D's D's got a whole history in and of itself of just I, I just want to get the perspective of of a gal who just marries this this guy who she likes and doesn't I don't think at any time does she think her life would just be consumed with Volkswagens for the rest for the next fifty years. You know what I mean? Just, oh yeah, just, yeah. just, just sort saying. of got thrust into it. Yeah, and absolutely. Then I I want to I want to talk to Gary because I want to. I want to get Gary's perspective, you know, because every one of my kids has a different vision of me as their dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they've got, we've all got different relationships and different experiences as much as they're the same. And I would love to get the perspective of everyone because everybody has, you know, I don't have, I don't have the same memories with my firstborn, secondborn and thirdborn um, just because we, we're, we're doing different stuff together. We're hanging out over here together. And we're, you know, and, and they've all got different and memories. And you and I would have different stories about our father. Right. So I just think it'd so be so cool. there's a different cool. story to be told from each one of those. And even more importantly, kids. these guys by themselves, all of them have a name for themselves Correct. in the VW world. They're not, they're not wrestling the laurels of their father. They all made their own path in the VW industry and they're all... Correct. Basically, living legends. I mean, the name helps. Obviously, they're a Berg, so they get that instant, like almost like royalty in the VW scene. Yeah, but but regardless of that, Clyde Berg is known for doing some of the best carbon headwork out there. Period. You know, Doug Berg. You see him helping out over at the oh, tracks yeah. racing. I mean, he's helping out everybody, not just the yeah, big yeah. name racers. He's going to little guys, the big guys, everybody helping everybody out. Like all these guys have made their own way through the industry, regardless of the fact that they were Berg sons. Yeah, I think that's that's the other that's the other big the other big thing I want to get is just each one of them has their own 
specific thing they specialize in Volkswagens and, yeah. and their own forte of what they do. So that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to doing um, to to getting. I've been I've been on Gary for a while, and I talked to Doug, and Doug said, "Yeah, maybe one day," um, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, so you're saying <laughs> so it's not 100 out. But uh, yeah, that was that was a great and, and just all the podcasts that I got while there because I got uh, I ended up getting Clyde while I was there at the Grand National Roadster Show. Yeah. I left the the Roadster Show to drive over to Clyde's shop to sit down at his shop, and I have that whole thing on video. Yeah, and be I good to go to the YouTube I, channel, and I yeah. need to. Yeah, I need a YouTube editor. I need a guy who can help me. I mean, I I probably have. I just need a larger screen. I have I have thirty. I no, it takes, but it takes time interview yeah. to do these videos. I have at least thirty to forty interviews that I videotaped that could be chopped up into watchable 10, 15 minute segments. But uh, listen, I'm just a one man. I'm just a one man band over here, and I'm playing the drum with my foot, the tambourine with my ankle, and the guitar and the piano and everything at one time. So you get what you get out of me. So, um, <laughs> well, but. Then you know Karsten and Max that uh, and Maxine the the couple from Australia that are traveling mm-hmm. the world in their they're traveling Australia in their VW bus so they've got a pretty cool YouTube channel. But didn't they also off. do America as well? Haven't they done no, North they America? Have, they haven't done North America. No, they've okay. just been they've just been there in uh, they did all of Australia and now they're doing a bunch of uh, back end stuff. But I like I started watching some of their YouTube stuff. They got a pretty cool YouTube channel where they do a, a bunch of videos and stuff of their travels, but. Um, you know, going through up to that part. And one of the cool things, I mean, just the, the Roadster Show, and I got a letter from Russell about uh, the... Uh, Russell Ritchie? Uh, yeah, Ru- yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. A little specification. Uh, Russell, Come on. From Russell Ritchie, because, you know, we, we had to sit down at the Grand National Roadster Show, and I'll bring up his letter in a little bit. But um, in his letter, he said, I hope you're coming to Volksworld, which I'm going to Volksworld. Uh, I got to get my tickets booked. So, Tori, are you going to Volksworld, bro? Uh, I could, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that they just started doing nonstops to London Heathrow out of Pittsburgh. So you got on, tickets, I right? Think, <laughs> British Airways. So right, when is when's Volksworld? When uh, is it? Volksworld is going to be like the uh, March it's in April, isn't it? March, uh, March seventeenth through nineteenth or something like that. Let's see. It's a possibility. I could probably no, no possibility, uh, bro. Stop it. Stop with the possibility. You're going, dude. Let's <laughs> let's let's stop pussyfooting around, bro. We gotta make this happen, dude. You know what I mean? So speaking of Russell, has he finished the Berkey bug? Is that gonna be like on display at Volksworld? Have you heard? I don't the yellow know. and white one. I have the eighties car. I haven't asked Dying to know. I haven't asked him, but I'm sure I'm sure he's work I mean, there's so many people working on so much stuff. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. But Bless you. He was so Anyway, the reason I brought up Russell's, Russell said, I hope you're coming to Volksworld. When you come up here, I really, I think it's important that you sit down with a bunch of people and interview a bunch of people here in the UK. So I would love to have a little booth set up there at Volksworld and just do, I mean, I'd love to and I'd hate to. I'd love to do the interviews. Well, what you should do, you you already talked about this, about potentially staying the week after Volksworld because the week before would suck because everybody's in a race to get everything done. The week after, the rush is going to be done. You can actually probably sit down with a lot more heads than you would the week before. Yeah. So that'd be the way to do yeah, that. Yeah, because you're gonna want to enjoy the show. You're yeah, not gonna want to check be it out. There. Sit there. Yeah, in one spot. absolutely. Yeah, it's 18th through the 19th in March. So I'm planning to fly. I'm planning to fly in probably the 15th, and I'll stay till. I mean, who knows? I might stay till the 30th. I don't care, bro. I don't even care no more. <laughs> Just after in. prison, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I remember when I when I went to European Bug In last time. 
uh, we were, we were, I was staying with um, Cedric and Sylvie and I had to get a, a bus. They, they don't have like taxis. They have like, like an Uber, but even weirder. Right. So I was, this guy picked me up in a van and there in, in Europe, there's just two freeways, like two freeways that go the longest way around to get to the airport instead of a straight shot. And um, there was a bus caught fire, a VW caught fire in the freeway. And they're like two lane freeways going both ways. And the guy's like, Oh no, we're going this way. But he made a mistake. went on the wrong freeway. And I missed my flight. Uh, and my wife, my wife, because I rely on her for everything, she booked me these tickets. And I said, just give me the least expensive tickets possible. I don't care. It's just me flying. So she booked me tickets on cheaptickets.com. Well, guess what happens when you miss your flight on cheaptickets.com? You don't get another shot at it. You don't get another flight. So it cost me $1,100 to fly mm. home a one-way ticket from uh, from Belgium uh, from Belgium back home, man. So I, And then I had to stay the night there. So it was like super bummer, dude. Super bummer. So... Uh, yeah, I'm planning to get that going. So yeah. all because some dude put a plastic fuel filter in his engine That's bay. It. That's, That's all it. it takes. Yeah. Don't get that. Don't get that started, dude. You know what happens when people start bringing that fuel filter engine bay up on, on the Samba, dude, it goes off the rails. George input. What's your, what's your status with, uh, where we're at in, in respect to year in review with what you've, uh, what you've. I've got nothing to add to this conversation at all. Nothing. Nothing. That's it. No, I think we had some. I think there were some really great podcasts throughout the year. If we're actually discussing year in review of the VW scene, year in review of everything, of everything. it's our year in review, George. It's it's yeah. all things go, dude. Um, keep your shirt on. Keep my shirt on. But I know that uh, I know that there was a lot of uh, there were so many things that happened because right after. What's funny is I was in prison just long enough to get out to go to the VW Classic. Yeah, so we made the Classic. Like, made your 50th mm-hmm. birthday because yeah. it was June 6th, and that was June 5th or something was the Classic. Yeah, it was June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that was uh, that was pretty good to be able to make the Classic, and the Classic was super legit because we were able to. It's the first time they brought it back before, or, or that the Holes actually brought it back. Correct. And it was actually a really nice turnout. Huge turnout. There were some cool cars. I don't know what ever happened to that little uh the little European car. The guy had two of them over there, slammed yeah. on Fuchs. Freaking gangster. I saw a bunch dude. of posts with him after that, and that was it. Never gangster, again. bro. Yeah, I need that car in my life, dude. I mean, as oddball as it is, dude. So we went from Grand National Roadster Show. You went to prison. Was that the? There was nothing between yeah. the prison and that. Well, no, as far as shows go, because it was January to March. Well, we would have so probably we done we, Octo. We, we would have done Octo, we which did, we did. Did we go to Octo? We did. We did. Yeah, had we to had have. to. Yeah. That may have been the year because we bookend uh, the year with Octos always, right? So we was that the with Jason. All those guys came with us. That was the that was the summer one, was it not? No, we didn't do summer. That was we, fall. We, I'm sorry, that we, was fall. The one we just did. Okay, no, the one we did. I did a video on that one, so that one had to be a year ago. But so we normally do Octo, and yep. then we go and Octo's the same every t- every Octo is pretty much the same. It's just Octo. I mean, it's just a cool little hang to go to get all the buses and drive down there. Yeah, um, but. We did the uh, the classic, and at the classic, I snagged a bunch of interviews. I did a VW kid, that Greg Salomo with the VW Jetta bus, which yeah. was a super nice bus. Pretty insane to see the amount of work that dude put in that thing. And like, it doesn't translate well because purists will always look and go, what the hell did you do that bus? But holy smokes, the the work that dude has in it and how clean it's done, like it's done very well. I walked it. around that thing for a while because I couldn't figure out if I loved it or hated it. Yeah, because he, it's it is. He did a re, he did a real nice job in that guy. Uh, Greg's got a whole collection of cars. He's got an LS powered uh, van again. He's got he's got a bunch. Of, he's got a bunch of stuff that's done pretty cool. 
But while I was there at the at the uh, classic, I snagged three interviews, four interviews. I did. Uh, you also did Lizard. We did Lizard. I did Rob with uh, Impy, and then I did Lee Bashaw, which Lee Bashaw was a great podcast. You know, a lot of people. I got, I got a lot of feedback on that podcast in particular with Lee. On Lee. Yeah. Well, that's also because it had one of the best uh, sizzle reels you did for one. That was the yeah the, with the Van Halen one. It, well, it or was not Van Halen. It uh, was Motley Crue "Kickstart My Heart" and that freaking <laughs> that was a Fusilli original. Yeah, that was a Fusilli original. That was a freaking gangster, bro. That was a gangster <laughs> reel, dude. Just a freaking car, they setting up on the line and freaking launching that thing, dude. That was, uh, was all legit. business, dude. All business. So and a good, good podcast. A good yeah, listen. I, there's definitely so much. There, there was so much going on there, and then. Um, after that, uh, what do you got, Tori? So we're we're running up on May right now. We May you would have you just got out right. May fifth is May when you 4th. got out. I got May, May the fourth. Yeah, May the fourth, just before midnight. All right. So, so we didn't do anything. So, for, it would have been January or June until the next one. So we didn't do anything. What do you got, Tori? I think so. Not to get all Debbie Downer, but in May, I think that was May. Um, that uh, Brazilian travel blogger uh, was killed in that accident with his dog Jesse Cause. Yeah, and yeah. that was a, that was I would say one of the biggest Volkswagen stories of 2022, Definitely. probably. Definitely, because that story went viral. And so, to some of the people that aren't on Instagram and might not know about the story, what's uh, give everybody a little bit of insight on that? So, so from what I understand, um, I had followed him. His name was Jesse cause he had a car. It was a, it was a Fusca's as they're known down there. It's, it's an old bug. I think it was like a 78 model or an 82 model, um, late model Beetle. He sold all of his possessions and basically decided to travel around the world with his dog. And so he had just completed, I believe, the trip across America on Route 66. There's pictures of him. You can still go back on his Instagram. It's still active and um, and see all of his travels. But he had a huge golden retriever named Shuriste, and they did these trips together. And he had finished Route 66 and was heading north to Alaska, I believe. And when he had just crossed over the border into Oregon, um, he was in kind of a rural area. And I think some, from what I'd understood that tr there was traffic that had stopped, uh, because of an accident or something up ahead. And, and he basically couldn't stop in time. I don't know if his brakes went out or his tires were bad. I have no idea like what the cause was, but I think he drifted over in the other lane when he was skidding and hit someone head on. And oh, sadly, yeah, he and his dog are both killed instantly. And it just, you know, it's a really sad deal because I, I think the story resonated with a lot of people because, I mean, who who doesn't fantasize about just, yeah, you know, dream. quitting quitting the grind and just going and traveling with your, your four-legged companion? You know, I mean, he basically was living the dream and, yeah. you know, he was a young kid. I, I bet he probably wasn't even 30 years old. You know, no. I think he was in his 20s and um, just – yeah, this is a really sad deal. And, you know, he had all these like little flags of like countries he had visited on his deck lid. And he just seemed like a really, really cool guy. And um, I don't know, that story just it went viral. And, you know, he There's all the pictures he would post of him and his dog, they just looked so happy together. You know, they looked like they were truly like living their dream. And, you know, he wasn't attached to, you know, any, he was a rolling stone, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't attached to anything and, you know, could just leave on a whim. And I, I think we're going to go here today, you know, and, and he'd go. And, 
yeah, it was just really sad, you know, and, and, and he, he wanted to make it to Alaska. That was going to be kind of the end of his U.S. adventure, and, and he didn't make it. And um, so it, was, it was a really sad deal. I still think about that guy a lot. Yeah. But it, there's something to be said, though, for going out like that as opposed to, you know. Absolutely. Like that, he was doing what he loved to do. And he what, he, what he had given up all his worldly possessions, he was doing it and living yep. it. And yep. there's risks risks involved in that. And it, it's unfortunate the way he went, but he made a big impact while he was here. So, Absolutely. Hard and this is going to sound really weird, but I'm glad they both went together. Because Correct. how tragic would that have been if like he'd only lost his dog or yeah. only he had passed away and then you know the dog doesn't have his owner. And So, yeah, well, I agree. They went on to the I next mean, journey it's... together, too. They did. They did. And there were some really great cartoons that came out of that. You know, people had done these really, you know, touching tributes of like, you know, the car in the sky with the dog. And it it was cool. Yeah, it's really sad. But um, good on that guy for chasing down his dream. You know, you do. Yeah. And and that guy had the balls to do it. I mean, so many of us will never do that, you know, because we play it safe. But he didn't. Yeah. So he probably lived more in the 30 or 25 years he was on this planet than most of us will in a lifetime That's for sure. You know? Yeah, and so, while, and kind of while we're good on, on him. while we're on this, you know, you we we also lost uh Spencer Thomas this year um who died tragically in a car accident and not not in a Volkswagen they were yeah. in a suburban. They have that they have a VW channel called Dust Buggy. He and his he and his uh his girlfriend uh Ashlyn and they um they were in a head-on collision and um and the car kind of impacted driver's side directly. It was a guy, a guy had crossed over the lane and pretty sure that it was the, the dudes, the dude that hit him's fault. And, uh, unfortunately he passed away and she suffered like serious, she was in critical condition and she had, uh, suffered some serious injuries and stuff. And, uh, it was just a, just a bad deal for that. So, I mean, uh, it's unfortunate. It's sad to hear about that, you know, um, and while we're on it, I mean, might as well talk about Jan Blair. Jan Blair passed away this year, too, at the beginning of this year, too. Former so. owner of Future Shock. Yeah, former owner of, of Future Shock that uh, picked up Future Shock from. So, yep. yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. And then there was also, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but he teched all the cars at the drag strip. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, once again, I don't know the gentleman. But. So, um, I'm not a drag racer. If I, if I was a drag racer, I would have known, but... Uh, <clears throat> uh yeah it's uh it's crazy it's un, it's a fact of life things happen and uh it's uh there's no guarantees for tomorrow people that's do it, it today if you want to do it that's it live your best life don't pay off your credit cards and go crazy and share <laughs> let's talk dubs well yeah before you do anything make sure you share let's talk dubs with all your friends all your friends and all your people out you're there. not here for a long time so let's have a good time people share that podcast that's right and matter of fact absolutely you know part of the thing the craziest part is you know, we meet all these people through this hobby. And, uh, I think what's so cool is the, the friendships that are made, you know, I've got friendships worldwide because of the car and it's the piece that brings us all together, which is, which is so rad. And so with that, you know, with our car, our cars, our collection, all that stuff, there's ever changing and ever moving. And, uh, I think somebody might be selling a bug coming up here soon. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I got a friend might be selling an all original Turkish hmm. bug. You know anybody like that, Tori? I might know someone like that. Yeah, I think I might. Well, the problem is I'm moving to Florida in the spring and I can't take all these cards with me. So, right. yeah, I'm thinking the 63 Turkish is probably on the chopping block just because I can't take them all with me, man. 
And this is an original mile car. Um, yeah, it's not low miles. It's 85,000 documented. But I mean, when I say this thing's documented from day one, it is documented from day one. I mean, right. the car is, uh, it's got original, everything that the dealer ever sent this woman. She was a switchboard operator in Glendale. Um, she was the original owner. Every, every piece of letter, you know, it's, I have a letter that's like, here's your keys. Here's, you know, how to, how to do your first maintenance steps. Here's how, I mean, everything she like saved. So I spent like two days and put everything in chronological order and, um, and put it in a binder. Yeah. It's a beautiful car. Um, so I don't know. I've, you know, I've got all these cars. I've got that baby boys car still that, you know, we just put a new front apron on and I'm doing a bunch of work on it. That car still, I've still got that car. I've still got the taxi. I've still got bad temper too. You know, I can't take them all with me. It's crazy. No, you so, well, so I got to thin the herd, unfortunately. Anybody's looking for a, a nice original Turkish uh, 63 bug. Is it a rag top or no? No, it's a hard top. So nice original Turkish bug. Uh, hit up Tori. You guys know how to find Tori VW for life on, uh, on Instagram. And then the, the other, the gentleman we're talking about is Mark Tremblay. He was the tech. Uh, Tremblay, he was the tech guy for all of the uh, – a lot bug of the racing. bug around racing series the and all BR, that stuff. BRS series, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, he passed away as well this year. So, um, but, uh, you know, talking about back to talking about our cars, our car collections, and all those types of things, um, my collection is getting, my cup is, bigger, bro. is running over. It should be thin, thinning. <laughs> it gets it gets thicker. I just need more space, man. Cause That's I, all. I love them all, man. I can't not, you know, I just, I'm into these cars, man. I, And I'm into other ones, too. I'm over here with, uh, you know, just picked up a Corvair. I got all kind of crap going on. So I don't know. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. That's, That's the problem, the man. <laughs> It's the space. The space is the problem. You know, I mean, it's, you can justify all kinds of reasons to have six, seven, eight cars, but it's like, where do you put them? And then, you know, yeah, I know warehouse, warehouse space in Florida is going to be a lot more expensive than what I pay here in Western Pennsylvania. So really? Yeah. Oh my God. What part of Florida? What part of, you got, you know where you're moving to in Florida? It's going to either be Fort Lauderdale or Orlando. I'm still trying to decide if I want to commute or not. Those are quite a, quite a distance apart, aren't they? Where are you going to be hubbed out of? They are. I'll be based out of Orlando. I was based there for years. It's a good base. I'm I'm kind of done with Baltimore, man. Well, I just can't do winters anymore because I'm based in Baltimore, even though I live in you know north of Pittsburgh. So, so now, so now yeah. thinking about, let, let's just talk about this rationally, Tori. Now, okay. Fort Lauderdale versus Orlando. Orlando yes. is you're much less likely to die in a hurricane in Orlando than you are in, in Miami, right? In Fort Lauderdale. I mean, yes and no. I Are when I was the, up there, on the eastern side and then the western no, that, side that, that gets hit. Usually, the, the well, tip. Orlando, Central Florida, Florida, Fort Lauderdale is just north of Miami, so it's yeah. southeast Florida, obviously. But I, when I lived in Orlando back in like the mid two thousands, we had four really bad hurricanes come through in one year. Yeah, and I mean they they did a lot of damage, but I, I don't I don't know. Just make sure your collection's somewhere safe, bro. No doubt, above exactly. a water line. Yeah. Yeah. exactly built-in drains sure. and pumps and all that kind of cool stuff <laughs> yep so I, my my vote bro if you're going i'd go to orlando i just think yeah, it's a little, i that. think it's a little safer you know yeah but, uh, yeah that's one thing you don't want to worry about is getting killed by the weather you know get enough this to, is true <laughs> yeah since we're on the topic of death right now we're gonna talk about what the worst thing is but yeah i um there's a yeah. lot of ways to die in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Florida if the man, weather doesn't get you, something else will. That's right. That's right. So, 
but going on with what we had this year, um, you know, the podcast I did with Jack Sacchetti, that was another great podcast. You know, yeah. a lot of history with him. Um, yep. One of the ones I got a lot of really cool feedback on was Fred Simpson, the Fred Simpson podcast. Heck yeah. I, I listened mean, to it twice. Fred gets in the weeds, bro. Yeah. Like that. That's like exactly I, why I liked it. I'm on the I'm on the podcast with him. I'm starting to try to type up spreadsheets, and I'm not listening to him. I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta put these formulas that he's talking about. But uh, he, the, I mean, that dude is a wealth, and I, I yes, can do a is. whole I can do a whole other podcast with that guy. And matter of fact, what I'd like to do is people that are listening to this podcast that you enjoyed these podcasts with previous guests, send me an email with a list of questions that you would want because you might know more than me about heads and all that kind of crap and say hey bill if i got to sit down with any of these guys these are the questions i'd ask and i'll get him back on the phone and we'll just do a short follow-up where can they send those questions to bill you send those questions to bill at let's talk everybody knows it's bill at let's talk dubs.com send so, your questions kids yeah you can dm me on instagram you can hit me up on facebook whatever be specific get short and to the point like hey bill if you talk to so-and-so ask him these five questions. There's several people who I was talking with that listened to that Simpson one multiple times. Eric Young was another one. Yeah. Like because All he's the talking about guys. good stuff. He's talking yeah. he's giving out great information there. And most of the time when I'm listening to the podcast, I'm working and it's in my earbuds. So you don't have time to really listen to it. So I actually listened to that one again in my car when I was driving. Like I wanted to hear what he had to say about stuff, you know? I really enjoyed uh the, the podcast I did after that was the one with Kid Dean. That one was cool. You know, his dad was got a huge hot rod background and has been, you know, built cars for Barris and all that stuff back in the day. And it's so, it's so cool to see that transition. And then again, looking back through the lens of history, the dune buggy craze. Yeah. All these hot rodders running into the dune buggies and, and building dune buggies was just such a weird time. And it, and it's another branch in this VW history tree that just goes nine different directions. Yeah. And there's all kinds of people that sp- spurred off from that. Cause you're you th- bringing it up to the most recent podcast that I did with Chuck back. Chuck back. That was that, a really good podcast list too. Yeah. Well. I mean, that guy's been freaking everywhere, dude. And he's correct. Like there's a difference yep. when you say you have, like I had a customer, George, um, I can't remember his last name, but I worked on his back. And they are built different. It is not like, because I've worked on a lot of kit cars, a lot of them. And most of them don't come from a shop. They come from right. Joe Schmo in their backyard. But that Beck yep. was built beautifully. A nice two-liter CB performance, mid-engine. Like, it was, it is a different level of build. And the fit and finish of it was so nice. And like he said, he made the interior cockpits a little bigger. Like, I could fit in that car and drive it, even right. though it was a 356 Spider. You know, like this tiny little thing. And here's the crazy it. part. Imagine you got so much money, right? And you're like, I'm buying a James Dean car. Yeah. And you go buy the car, and you're six foot, and you get the yeah, car. Yeah, you don't fit in it. Your knees are in your face. Matter of fact, Tori, was because you, you're, Tori, plug that YouTube video that you have. What's it called? Old Soul? Old soul. Yeah. 906, <clears throat> the Ford V Ferrari, uh, Porsche 906. That's why I sold that car. I, I didn't fit in it. Yeah. It was super tiny. I mean, you had to be like a contortionist to get in and out of <laughs> so it. The, the car was literally waist high. The, well, the, they don't want to people. Had, they weigh a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I also had a Beck 550 and I fit comfortably in that. And that had the little yeah. tiny like racing and, windshield in it. And you could get below the slipstream and it was a comfortable car to cruise yeah. on the highway. They and, were fantastic cars. And Beck also builds a 904, 906? 90, what's he building? I now? think a 904. He, he, he builds the 904. He built yeah. a 904. You said you had a 906? I had a 906 that was custom made for the uh, Ford B Ferrari movie. Yeah, so yep. he he built, he started building that 904 
shoot, I think, 20, 20 years ago. But he built it to the same caliber he was building the 550s. But he did the same thing. Stretch the door yeah. two inches in yep. front of two inches in front of the cow or two inches in front of the door, two inches in the door, you know, to give yep. you another four inches of cab room to make them comfortable, comfortable. drive around. Absolutely. And they're like yep. full full chassis cars, but um, you know, yeah, his his kit car was a pleasure to work on. Just well built chassis, everything. It was a oh, super chassis, nice car. Yeah. So super nice. Yeah. All full you can see the engineering and everything. You know, like it wasn't yep. a cheaply built, thrown together kit car. It's high level. You know. Well, and, yep. And and then uh, after that, we did. Uh, we went out to the Fast Four Cartel, which was a which was August. A, yeah. That was well. The podcast came out in September. Yeah, it was in August. It was. A, <clears throat> Super great time, and uh, we hung out with George McCulloch, yeah, uh, GN GNRS uh, alumni. <laughs> yeah, he's a, George is a good time, dude. McCulloch's a great time to hang out with. He's a bro. good dude, really good. Yeah, dude. we had we had fun at the GNRS, all hanging he, out. That bro, night we all went he, out. Was... Um, I'll tell you, <laughs> sorry, you need to make a trip out here in October, bro. You really do need <laughs> yeah, to come out here for one crazy weekend. Yeah, because yeah, uh, for sure. You, you know, George George is such a good time, just busting chops, being around. Yeah, matter of fact. You know, he's going to be probably mad that he wasn't drugging this podcast, but, you know, he's been off his game for a long time. I've kind of been on him by not driving his Volkswagen. No, he just drove it 80 miles. He just drove it the other day. Yeah, he just dusted it off. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get back in. He's trying to get back in. Throw some shade on Bill T. I saw the comments in there, bro. And uh, that's all right. I let it slide for now. For now. But, but but the fast four cartel was an eye opener of great events like things yeah. that we missed. There's probably so many events that go across, go off across this country that we miss, and that was one I was really glad we got to we got to yeah. you know I don't know what the future holds for them, but I I had a great time experiencing it. Well, we'll find out on let's yes, talk we to us. We'll get to the bottom of the, what the future holds for uh, the fast four cartel. That's without question. Yeah, but. Um, you know, I got to tell you, like another one of my favorite podcasts you did was William Noguera. Yeah, that was from a great the penitentiary. Well. That was that was this year too, I believe, wasn't it? That was that an was. amazing podcast. That was really cool. Yeah, that was definitely um, definitely a a good. It was a great podcast, a great story about history in the VW scene that a lot of people don't know. It's kind of like which came first, the chicken or the egg, and we come to find out that. You know, obviously that style of building Volkswagens comes from the East L.A. Chicano lowrider style, yeah. and it trans translates right into bugs. But I mean, he's got shoot. I could do a whole other podcast with that guy just about crazy stories of the stuff that they were doing back then. But uh, yeah, and we may we may have him back on because, like I said, it was it was a great great podcast to do with him, and uh, we're able to just it was it was good to connect all the history together. But yeah, that was a that was a great podcast. I got a lot of good feedback on that one as well. Yep. So um, let me see what else. What else we got here? I mean, even, and the great part is going to these shows. I snagged so many podcasts. Dude, Mike Lawless, that was cool. Mike Lawless was a freaking great cool. one. Yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah. Son Mark is it's Mark, correct? Mark, yeah, Lawless. Mark. His son his, Mark has just carried the torch on. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a Mark that works a, at CB Performance. That, yeah. that is a legendary car, iconic car. So it's cool the blue gear going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that when the uh, Ren Kafer Cup stuff was going on. Yeah. Um, uh, that that car goes way back. Well, what was interesting is he said when he came to Vegas, he got beat by Buddy Hale and the, the Duran Kafer, I think. Yeah. That's who he got yeah. beat by. Buddy Hale in his one-time car. I think Buddy had a blue 55 that was super sick. I got, I've got an old picture of it in one of my... Um, one of my... Devices. One of my devices with the Vegas bug in, and it's... Uh, it was this 55 bug, and it had like a tow hook coming out of one of the bumper mounts on the front. And nice. it was... 
super clean. And uh, I mean, probably a cool, like graduated whole yeah, toe hitch, not it, some ugly, this no, stick no, no. sticking would, out there. It, probably it, something really nice. It that was buddy super, <laughs> super, super clean looking. And I, I wonder what happened yeah. to that car. Well, I'm sure we'll follow Buddy. You're in review with Buddy Hale with Turmoil. Like the fact that how much recognition he got at the Grand National Roaster Show and the fact like um, something Hollywood, what's the dude's name? Um, oh, uh, Troy Ladd. Troy Ladd. Well, Troy Ladd's got a VW story. Troy Ladd, Troy Ladd goes back. Why haven't we heard it yet? To VWs. Why haven't we heard it, Bill? I, I gotta try. I gotta chase him down, bro. I get, get Troy Ladd on here, dude. Because there's a guy, Troy Ladd, and there's one of the guys that was on the podcast. His son works for Troy at Hollywood Hot Rods. He, mm-hmm. His his son, and I think they may know each other from from that. Is this my phone That's going? That's your bananas, phone going nuts, bro. With, I get, with the Instagram, Instagram notifications. Bro. Jeez, bro. Well, Turn and them isn't, off, bro. so it's like more like two degrees of separation with the VW world. Isn't Aaron Cahan, he's friends with Troy Ladd too. Yeah. Cause they, yeah. they're Bur- all in that Hollywood Burbank, hot rod kind of scene. Burbank yeah. choppers. I think they're in Burbank choppers. I, I don't know. If yeah. They're both in that, uh, that car, that car club. But yeah, there was, uh, and, and then after like, and it's funny cause in between, me doing all the interviews. Every time I hit the shows this year, I did four, five, six interviews yeah. every time I was there. And one of the things, funny enough, is one of the things that we did is at um, the Fast Four, somebody told me about Johnny Osmondson, which I didn't know anything about. I didn't know who Johnny was or any of that kind of stuff. Johnny who? And then we get Johnny Osmondson on the podcast, yeah. start checking out his car, start getting the bottom of a lot of stuff. And the it's friends just, that we make in the VW scene. It's just a whole other mm-hmm. level of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, Such a good guy. Like, when he came down here, he's seriously one of the most genuine people. Like, so genuinely nice. Yeah. You're almost like, mm, is this real? But yeah. no, you realize, yeah, it is real. He's just a genuinely nice person. No, he's, he's, really a, good, he's a, good a good dude. And I'm, I don't mean to brag, but I hooked him up with a turbo for his bus he's building, bro. So <clears throat> That's awesome. Uh, it's going to be. A- and I, it's cool because he came down and did SEMA with us. And I saw him talking to the marketing guy from MP. Right. And I guess they just gave him an entire, entirely new long block or something like that. He mentioned something on his Instagram recently that they, yeah, picked, he got, they he him got, up as he a got a bunch of pistons and some stuff from yeah, MP and, cool. and, and a lot of stuff from MP, which is yeah. pretty Damn rad. Because... Volks sponsored him a case when he was out here yeah. for our show. I mean, wow. uh, I it, told him, bro. I said, bro, you, I you said, gave you, him some good exposure. I said, you know? UVW people need to wake up because there's more than just hot VWs. Yeah. Ma- and no disrespect to hot VWs magazine, no shade thrown that way. But, hot VWs. but there's, but what I'm saying is there's more to it than just what's in that magazine. There's so many more layers to the scene, yeah. which is why VW trends has a huge opportunity to just showcase the rest of that scene. And speaking all of, of them that, have the same opportunity. No, everybody's at the same opportunity. Some of them just beat the same drum all the time. Okay. Let's yeah. just be real about it. Yeah. And that's not throwing shade. It's just stating facts. Now, that being said, I may or I may not know that you may see a particular drag bug coming out in the magazine in the next issue. So we'll see what? about that. We'll see about that. It's uh, it's uh, I'm pretty excited for Johnny. Um, he's getting more recognition because it's freaking the fastest street bug that on thing the, is ridiculous. That dude. thing is donkey fast, dude. Not only that, but I fit in it. So a big dude can fit Did in you there. Sit Johnny, Johnny's a big dude. Yeah, he's so like, he's like, dude, you'd fit in there. So I got in like and I'm like, you're two. right, I do. He's like 6'2", right? Yeah, he's, he's got an inch or so on me. He's definitely taller than me. He's, he's a big boy. But uh, yeah, so and it, now he's working on a bus too. So he's awesome. And so here's crazy, right? Selling. So Audio Dave bought his engine. Yeah, bought that turbo motor that was sitting here. Yeah, so it's like 
all these people through the podcast are connected. LTD and, web. Is that what you're saying, bro? It's like a separate web. Once you're in, you're in, dude. Blood in, blood out. Where's Tori at? It's like 2.30 in the morning over there in Pennsylvania, there and he's go. on the phone, bro. He's He knows when he call, bro, like this is, you, you, you don't get out. You only get out of Let's Talk Dubs one way, dude. But, yep, uh, exactly. But yeah, it, you know, so I'm I'm excited for being able to help with that, you know. And um, yeah, good on Johnny. One of my other really favorite podcasts this year was Rick Sadler. Rick Sadler from Rick Sadler's the gentleman the that was on every, the cover of the first the everywhere guy. Vitamin Trends guy. Yeah, he's worked issue. everywhere. Because what he needed was one more historic monument in VW history to be a part of. Because <laughs> like, yeah. he didn't have enough already. I, I, Apparently, his knows? his dry erase board was missing one spot he had to fill. Who knows? But he was. <laughs> He was there, and uh, his podcast was great. Just all the history, which, which, talking to him, and talking to Stacy uh, from Mold Speed, mm-hmm. doing those two podcasts, and getting some information on small car specialties. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Re- I really want to chase down the history on small car specialties because the story of small car specialties is like typical eighties, like flash in the pan, big time was a subsidiary CB performance. Then there was a break off from there. And then there was like women and drugs and IRS, like all kinds of stuff. And then <laughs> everything in the office. Office. Good time. And then every that's it's like an episode of Magnum PI, bro. Yeah. And everything just implodes or something. And I wanna I wanna get the story on what happened to small car. And that uh you know he's he's out there He's still he's still there. Um, I'm I want to track him down and just see if I can sit and just shoot the breeze with the dude and just kind of see like hey, uh the uh, is uh, multiple people had story about him. He's the is he the no, crazy this is, guy? This is the no. This is the owner okay. of Small Car. He's he's still around somewhere, and I'd like to track him down and see if I could do an interview with him about the <laughs> the history of what happened with Small Car because it was just a crazy time at the eighties. Bringing that back to Grand National Road. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) Cocaine. Um, But bringing it around to back around to um, the Grand National Roaster show while I was there, Steve brought me two trophies that he had for Future Shock. And one that I'm sitting here looking at in my studio, September 29th, 1985, best of show, VW Mania. And then he's also got another uh trophy from august what year is that august one in the back can you see it george no. hold on i'd have to actually move Didn't it one of them have like a clocker yeah it's a fan it, trial but it's a clock. It's yeah. like a dash panel and it's got a yeah. clock in it or something yeah so one, cool one, that's what it was yeah one's so a cool. dash panel with a clock and the other one is a, a offset fan trial with a clock yep. one's from 19 i'd say they're both probably from 85 one's probably like a best paint no i can see the bottom right hand corner one's over there. august and one's september one's 85. of 85 they're both august to september so these are small car specialty of like machined aluminum awards and uh that's really cool steve brought them to put them on display with the car mm-hmm. and he said yeah just make sure i get them back so then i bought a car wife and i took a road trip went up to reno i brought the trophies up there he goes you know what you need to keep them with the car. That's really cool. <laughs> what? And they should be with the oh, car. <laughs> which that's was super, so cool. Which was super cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know, back then, small car, small car, small car specialties was like the shop, right? They had these crazy shows and all this stuff, just these huge turnouts, and that's the epitome of the eighties. So we're gonna, I promise yep. you, this so was out there. this was this down. was mentioned by Rick. You, but you you preface it talk about Rick Sadler being on the podcast. 
or was that did you move on past that no it started well when i was talking rick sadler to, when i talked and to rick Stacey sadler are the ones who told you about small car correct okay. they were both trying connected. to bring back to your interview with no they were, about they, were <laughs> they were they were both connected to small car which is why it's like it sounds like rick sadler was actually connected to Every stinking, <laughs> every stinking VW yeah. thing that happened in the seventies and eighties, he was a part of. I swear, it's insane. No, he he had been there, and then, you know, following up after that was the SEMA show, and prior to the SEMA show, connecting with Kenny Fitzer, the wide body buses, which has to be one of the biggest, as far as social media VW things this year. Yeah. That's got to be one popular. of the biggest. The the, oh, yeah. the the original Cascade buses and the FB County bus. Those two wide body buses that he built were just off the chain. And that's not the yep. last you've seen from Kenny. Matter of fact, he's going to be sending me the renderings he has of the new uh, the new bus that he's building, which I connected him with the guys in Texas that are going to be building the bus bodies. <clears throat> and uh, he just got all the metal. Uh, he's going to be building a wide body drift 23 window bus. And uh, it, it may or may not have electric power in it as well. So... Um, wow! I, I'm awesome. I, I'm I'm connecting him with uh, Michael Breen with EV West. I connected him with the guys in Texas just because I'm trying to help all these guys connect because I think there's there's so many open ended things where people can mutually beneficially help opportunities each other. that yeah. need to be taken advantage of. Just yeah. like MP yep. helping out someone like Johnny who's an up and comer. Like all these connections yep. need to be made along yeah, the way. Yeah, here's the difference: he's not an up and comer. No, 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 no. I'm not even saying that, but I'm saying these connections need to be made. No, 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 100%. Like be, and, it, and what it takes is a good middleman, which you've been, to make these connections because obviously we heard the story of other people refusing to sponsor his because, yeah, yeah, heard it before, bro, whatever, and don't sponsor it. Oh, you're talking about Kenny. Kenny, yeah. yes, because someone like that has – Tor, if you saw this dude shop – it's oh, unbelievable, I, I, bro. It you, is, I've got you. Got to take me out there. I would love ridiculous, to go. It's ridiculous, dude. Like the the equipment that he possesses and the skills and and craftsmanship that those guys do is unheard of in 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 our industry. Well, he built that their game six wheel. He like built know? a six wheel AMG, the the G fifty, the six wheel. I mean, he builds. So it, he doesn't everything. need someone to give him validation. He gets his own validation, but it's an opportunity missed by our industry that doesn't get behind those things. That, that when yep. someone is forging a new path, people are so scared of it because so many people have said they're going to do this path and don't deliver. And you get someone yep. like Kenny. He says he's going to do it. That dude's going to do it. What right. he says he's yep. going to do is going to get done. And their time frames are insane compared to other shops, you know, yeah. just because yep. the, the equipment that they possess allows them to literally make cars from scratch and drawings. They don't need the physical car there. It's insane. You know, yeah. so well, and I'll tell you this too. And I'm, and I'm sure you guys would agree, but like our industry doesn't do well with think outside of the box Not kind of all. builds, Not at you all. know, I mean, everything in the Volkswagen community is so cookie cutter is so like everyone runs these wheels. Everyone has yeah. this stance. Everyone has this motor. So when you see something like what Kenny's building, it's so refreshing to see someone thinking outside the box and then everyone finally embracing something like that. I was actually so, thinking the other day, like, when you see cars like Future Shock and stuff like that, you wonder like, did they go so far out because those cars were so common? Because it, there were so many VWs still around at that time, so they could just go way out. 
and I think that there's going to be a new insurgence of buses getting a little crazier because bodies are reproduced now mm -hmm. and people will yep. have the leeway to do what they want. And people aren't, I mean, for crime and Pete's sakes, Kenny got so much flat because people thought he was over like a, a, like an old school 15 window. It was a Brazilian mm -hmm. bus. That guy did that too. But if you read the comments, people are like, how could you do this to that car? You know, he got some serious hate on him. They weren't, they, they didn't need to get that hate. The guy is breaking molds and doing cool things and people yep. need to embrace those kind of things instead of, like you said, there's so many purists and so many people that get so weird about changing one thing on a car. Like, oh, I would have never done that. Well, then build your own car and do it your way and let <laughs> exactly. this guy do it his way, you know? like it's, Exactly. It, it's funny. I was talking to a guy, a Corvair guy the other day, and I, was, I, get all, I started getting all fired up. Like, man, I got to trap all this history with Corvairs. That all uh -oh. these, all, Bill's going to get sidetracked. Be, Let's no, talk listen bears. To me, listen to me. <laughs> all, these guys are, all these guys are getting older, and there's nobody yeah. replacing them. And this guy said, we're, we're talking, and I, I just kind of threw out to him, you know, if you own this car, what are the top 10, what are the, what are the most important things you're doing? He starts going through the list. And I said, so, you know, we just talked about a fuel pump and he was like, oh no, I, I, I never run a mechanical fuel pump. And, yeah. you know, as soon as that's done, we put this pump in there, we run it three PSI, whatever. And we're talking and I said, oh, so you're not, um, like, a hundred percent stocker kind of guys like, oh no, you want a stock car? You can go see there's hundreds of them still around. Yeah. <laughs> hundreds of them still around. He, you know, he likes them with nice exhaust and big fat tires and, yeah. You know, just get get them stuff done like that, and and it's funny because the right attitude is like there are so many people restoring cars. They made so many of them that, you know, and I, it's just crazy with people that everybody just feels that they have the 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 need to inform you as to what they want until what you're they knee deep in your car. own project and doing your own work and doing everything. Shut your mouth. Yep. Yeah. And like yep. I tell the kid that Agreed. works with me, he Agreed. talks about someone's car. I said, no, 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 shut your mouth. Until you built better than that person, shut your mouth. You got no right to talk to yeah. that guy until you've done it. I, yep. Everybody's allowed opinion. That's fine. I get that. But don't tell somebody how they should have done something or whatnot unless it's asked. Yeah, I think, unless I, it's asked. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a generational thing because it kind of started <clears> with the Samba, with the forum yeah. boards where people yeah. could be behind a keyboard and talk a bunch yep. of crap until you catch them slipping on the street. I and you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll see you when I see you. I see you when I see you, fool. But uh, there <laughs> was, true. Th there's, there's, um, it's just. I think that's a generational thing. And and as everybody's getting older, uh, it's kind of going by the wayside. And now that you know, all the eighty stuff is is going through the roof, and it's getting all crazy. And now that now now everybody's starting to catch on to it outside, like in the mainstream. They're like, oh, eighties are hot. Eighties, nineties. Yeah. 90s trucks, 90, 90s Mustangs, not like well, all this old 90s yep. insurgents. Is, to is bring all well. that back, this every kid's wearing a Nirvana shirt. The, yeah, you know? every kid wears a Nirvana shirt. It's, it's but yeah, but it's going to be the same as people that were watching kids our age wear like Pink uh, Floyd, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Come on, yeah. poser. But uh, yep. The, yep, totally. There, yep. There's uh, this year coming up, the Grand National Roadster Show is going to be all trucks, trucks and mini trucks and all kinds mm. of stuff like that. Maybe Goldie. <laughs> no, no, they're not looking for. Bro, you're gonna get. They're not looking away. for a super you're almost stock. Get turned away, just like it, just like it. Dino's just get turned down, away. Bro. Dino's like, get nope, too new. Ninety nine's <laughs> a little too new, bro. See you later. But uh, yeah, Tori, I drove five hours to Arizona to go to Dino's get down, and I'm pulling in the yeah. parking lot, and they turned me away because I got a ninety nine no. NBS. The worst part is there was like no. five. Other, there was like yeah. five other ninety nines in there. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. Oh. There was two thousand tens in there, like all these all kinds of newer cars in there. I was like, oh cool. And I literally had to go park out in the parking lot. Like I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding!" And my oh, truck's lowered. So it looks cool. It's a good that's looking all right. truck. That's all right. Yeah, turned away. That's all right. But it, Goldie these, was these shunned. kind of things happen. So. It but, happens. You know, um, I, 
I'm. Uh, I was like the bay window dude pulling up to Octo. I'm looking <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you later, no, bro. No, no, it's a bus, street, sir. Not the right one. See you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I know assaulting that guy feels. Oh man. But it what? Happens. But what was cool is because of doing this interview with Kenny and releasing it before the SEMA show and all this stuff. While down here at the SEMA show, uh, Dave Conklin hits me up and he's like, "Hey, dude." You need to chat with Prescott Phillips. He's in town and grab him and do a mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, I remember that one. That was and good. My, my wife's like, hey, what, what are you doing tonight if you're at the SEMA show? I'm like, oh, we're going to go. We had something to do at like 8 o'clock. And then I, I ran to Prescott and I'm like, hey, we can go to my house and do a podcast real quick. And my wife's like, what are you doing? Like, you just show up and do a podcast? <laughs> yep, like, that's built we, <laughs> we got time. We got time. We just shoehorned it in there. But doing uh, doing the podcast with um, with – with Prescott was pretty interesting. And then the connection to find out that he built the transit. I just bought that. I haven't seen yet. The Berg five speed crazy small world, but uh, it, it is uh it is an intense small world. And I'm just looking forward this year's SEMA overall SEMA was just honestly just too big. It's just too big. There's so much, so much walking that it's just, and it just is too big. Kill, it kills you. You just got to know where you want to go because like, there's a whole section. Like once you walk through, like I could have avoided this and I've been fine with it. If you, it, it, I don't know, if I mapped it out better, it would have made more efficient use of my time. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, glad it's that big. I'm because a, I'm a FOMO kind of guy, man. I got to see it all because I feel like I'm missing yeah. out. So, uh, but yeah, then that brings us to, um, we had the Real Street, the Triple Crown series, yep. you know. David. Yep. Yeah. David Rees. Oh my God. Sean Gears, that whole thing. I've been watching that. That's kind of like the. It's almost like the resurgence of the Rin Kafer Cup from you know the early 2000s. It's For cool sure. to see that stuff coming back. Yeah, do they but, do you know, shows we as well? Earlier, are they judged in show? I don't know if they're judged no. in show, but I know they have to drive yeah. so yeah, far. Just, like they go okay. on their little cruise. It's and just a, it's, I think they have to run on pump gas. Like there's definitely some stringent rules for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's just a real street. And taking that back to Prescott, Prescott and those guys. There's a bunch of Midwest dudes that go run those. Yeah. Sick week and all that kind of stuff. And they drive their Volkswagens. Yep. There's a bunch of 12 second Volkswagens yep. that run that stuff. And, and that's a bit of an ordeal. So um, the real street thing is, is cool for down, for down there, for those guys they are all respectable. They're all fast cars. They're all running eighth mile, doing all that kind of stuff. But you know, um, it would be really cool to see more representation. And I've been working on getting Steve Dalton on the podcast and Steve Dalton is the guy that, Dino his car at the MP meet with 535 horse to the rear wheels, turbo. Wow. And drives it to location to location. Tur- no, he, take, he takes it on uh, the drag week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, it goes from location He's done location. drag week where there, it's like a 1,000-mile loop in drag week. Yeah. Six, 600 miles, something like that, loop to track to track uh, from for the whole week. And, and all for bragging rights. And he's no running. money. No trophies. He's running <laughs> tens, bro. Tens. That's insane. Tens. I mean – it's just there. There's so much out there, and you. So go, he was Prescott was the one that was selling. It. Like it's just for bragging rights, right? Like, correct. The, yeah, yeah, there's not. There, you like, don't that's get anything. So freaking nuts. Dude. Yeah, and the, there's no prize. The there's cool no part, the, magazine the, feature, none. In. But think about it. Connect it back to when we did Bull Run, right? Yeah. Now there was a bunch of nerd thirties on Bull Run and stuff like that. There were some cool people that we got to hang out with every night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when, when you're taking it to like a scale like that and you have all these guys which is like a traveling party type thing definitely and especially when you go through like these little nothing towns and it's here comes hot rods drag week or whatever and yeah. all these cars are there and the whole town's just lined up on both sides and everybody's just going we get to experience like a little miniature version of that with bull run 
Yeah. Because we'd pull in these well, small saying, that, towns and it's like yeah. we're 30 cars deep with all their equipment and our 12 contestant cars and all that stuff. And that's like, what I'm saying. Like it's, it's really yeah. a cool kind of cool kind of experience. And if you haven't been able to experience that, that's one you should kind of get, uh, get to the, so I, I would love to, I love to do something on that. I want to do, I, I got this Hopefully get job Steve Dalton is in, in my way. And, and get that interview, Steve yeah. Dalton one in. Well, that's my plan. I've been I've been on Steve for a while about getting him on the podcast, and uh, I was talking to Steve, his buddy. That you got a lot of gets his, for 2023, bro. I got, bro. <laughs> it'll, you know, it'll never out. Someone said, "How many podcasts can yeah, you do?" Keep going and going on VW people and VW stuff, and I'm like, it's endless, man. You know what? It, you know why? Because they see the media of VW, like you said, it's like a one. It's, it's the same it's, ten it's people. The same story over and over again, and people think like that's going to be the story, but there's not. There's so many levels to this game. There's so many, so many yep. layers to these stories too. When yep. you peel away one area, then there's another layer of that onion right underneath it that links to six other things. You know, that's yep. actually what I really enjoy about the old timers when they're on the part when they're on the podcast. When you hear how layered everybody's uh, history is. Oh, yeah. You you think of it as linear, and you don't think about all these branches that that go off of it. And and these guys started this shop, and that shop bred these and these and these shops. And then I'm sure in the, because there's people that were hang-ons at those shops that they've gone out and done their own thing that we don't know about because that story has continued on for months. And it's Nuts. and the 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 interesting part is like unless you're in the know, you don't know, right? So if you're a guy today that you you know you don't know. Uh, anything about the VW scene in the past 15 years, and you just know, oh, like, here's this guy, Rusty Volks, right? Our, our yeah. buddy Kevin out there. Yep. Well, Rusty Volks came from KCW yep. and came from the wagon working for yep. you. And then the first car he built, the trouble, the triple cab, was, was actually Chris, Clark Chris Clark's drawing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And so it's all these layers of, of people that are like, they're all just guys in the hobby. And that's the coolest part of the stories when you're just like, Oh yeah, so you guys just sitting there and like so and so comes up and just starts chatting with like, yeah, he was one it's of our buddies. Web. That's but. funny. I saw the triple cab in person at a show in Florida. I think it was at the Bug Jam or the Bully Brigade there one year. Yeah. Um that got I think sold they off right down away. there. That that got yep. sold off. So when Kevin finished it, I believe he I don't know if he took it with him to KCW right away, but I know it got sold off pretty 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 soon after being completed. Well, and shortly after that, Chris Clark, who's been on the podcast, I think it's like episode 17, or one of the early ones, mm-hmm. um, my buddy, does, he's got an Instagram page called Trailer Park Limo with a lot of his drawings and stuff like that. Uh, but he built the three-door bug. I can't tell you how many times I've seen the three-door bug. For sale again. <laughs> yeah, for sale, or it's on here. That's it was funny. just a regular 65 bug or whatever it was. Yeah. And he did the third door on it. And it was just super cool that he took that because he did the ice cream bus and the ice cream bus did that turn into the Derek's land speed bus? No, nope. Someone bought that, so uh, that and that that one's never come out then either, because he had built the entire benches on the side of it that pop out of the side of the bus. So that one was sold to someone, and obviously never finished. That's a bummer. Yeah. So, but there's a after, uh, there's a lot of that a lot of that layer that goes all over the place, and even in you know Southern California, guys that started their own shops that used to work for so and so, and they just they they just keep compounding forward so that's it's just a cool part of the hobby that it is it's inevitable and the podcast and the stories from these guys who were there back in the day i mean i've got some guys coming up i got uh john sugar coming up he's one of the guys i didn't know who john sugar was if you know anything about drag racing he's won so many events um and he's just consistent runs good he's buddies with the bergs like they're in his corner all the time yeah and he's just he just does it because he loves it you know so 
there are so many people that are there that have been there to do that. One of the crazy things this year, we were at the show at Red Rock Country Club and we're sitting there talking. Some dude comes up and it's so funny because I didn't have Future Shock out there. Yeah. I had the red chop top bug. I'm out there. We're standing by the cars talking. A guy comes out and he's like, yeah, I used to own a, uh, a, a Targa Fastback, a pink one. The pink target fastback. So the that, that no. dude, yeah, his, the one from the cover of VW Trends. Yeah, it's like yep. in the middle of the field now. That yep. like everyone's been trying to buy. Yep. Oh yep. man. Yeah. So he lives. He lives here in Vegas, and he and I have been texting back and forth. Matter of fact, he's supposed to be coming over tomorrow, and he's a he runs a trucking company out here. Mm-hmm. And we got wow. talking out there, and he just texted me. I said, "Yeah, shoot me some pictures of that man." He says. Next, he's like, dude, you'll be tired of me sending you pictures. He sent me all kinds of pictures of him and his dad. And like his dad was saw that him and his buddies were into building cars. So he rented a little space. They started a little car dealership type thing. Like, but they're wow. all teenagers just building all these cars. And he showed me, he texted me some pictures from these French magazines and stuff with like him and his five buddies. Everybody's got like a flat top and a mullet and all this kind of stuff. Like full Sweet. on eighties. Wow. Yeah. But it's like. You know, so wait, was he the guy that actually built the car yeah, when he, he built, was on the he cover built, of VW he built Trends? The Targa, yeah, he built the Targa Fastback. Oh, so that's crazy. He knows it's – did you tell him it's still around? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, here's the funny part. He's not a Facebook guy. but like Who has the Targa Fastback now? Uh, I don't know. It's it's somewhere in the it's, – It's out in L.A. somewhere, like in a field. And it's like, oh, it's, it's at the bottom it's, of uh, – Like rotted. Like, it's at the bottom of Cajon Kind Pass. of, yeah. Oh, what a bummer. It's the bottom of Cajon yeah. Pass, and the guy wants. I was talking to Mister. He said the guy wants like seven grand for it, mm. and he's like, yeah. "Yeah, guy just wants too much for it." I mean, it's yeah. it needs to be completely redone, and you he'd like he'd like so to deep. redo it. Here's another weird one: when we were at Fast the Fast Four, you bumped into the guy who was like a flunky for Steve Connect. Oh was yeah, it? Paul Galinas. Yeah, Paul Galinas. He, 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 he was a hang. He was like a hang around. He was a hang around, but a hang around, like a hang around. Yeah, no, yeah. We I released his podcast a little bit ago, but yeah. that was a cool podcast where he talked about, you know, like just being a guy walking down the street and seeing a, a Type Three and getting like, oh man, I got to see what that's all about, and then gets into Volkswagens and he built a Volkswagen not too long ago, and so many different. So yeah, many, he's actually in the process of building one right now. He's not he finished is. yet. Yeah, he is. He's working with. Uh, He's working with, uh, I think, Iozios. Yeah, Paul Iozios. Paul Iozios, which Paul Iozios was coming on the podcast. He and I were talking recently. It's about uh, time. Come on, Paul. He's like, (laughs) it's funny. We're talking on the phone. I looked down at the phone. We're on the phone for like 45 minutes. I said, you know, we could have done a podcast. This could have been been recorded and been a podcast, bro. All this time that we did. So uh, he's he's coming on. He's uh, going to be in the next few episodes. Paul's coming on. So we'll have him on and uh, probably kicking off the new year with Paul Iozio getting in the details because that dude is one heck of a painter, dude. He is. He does beautiful work. He does. And his wheels are cool. Really nice work. So good, good, good part of the scene to keep it going and innovating. But yeah, Tori, anything that you're, uh, that that I'm missing that you're thinking of, you wanted to chat about? I think we hit just about everything on my list. Just, um, uh, the only other thing I'd mention is I've been following, um, the 56 vert that buddy's been doing the buddy hale's been building i mean the blocking yeah. on that car like I be- that basically took all year to like block this car you know and and now it's it's painted and they're doing the cutting and polishing on it it's just unreal to see this car come together yeah, got so, five coats of clear on that i'm jealous of that because i'm i'm what's in yep. that car now and only have three per manufacturer specification because yep. i'm an idiot but yeah yep. <laughs> it's, it's insane on there 
Yeah, I mean, like just watching the detail work that they do, like the little tiny like buffer wheels that they have, like in, behind the striker plates of the yeah. door, and it's like, man, I mean, it's really cool, like seeing the level of detail that he's going, and you know, obviously turmoil like kind of got all the glory, but I mean, I think this car is going to be amazing too. You know, I mean, it looks like he's doing this car to the the same caliber. Is it? Do you know? Is that the same owner as Turmoil? I know he was building some more cars for that guy. But I don't know who's 56 this is, but it's going to be beautiful. So, no, it's Lee, a guy um, named Lee. So Lee's the guy that's got the vert. But um, Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's, uh, he just yeah that car's sick. Ridiculous. Like, he just to, does, to polish yep. the wheel wells like that, like I'm leaving mine out of the gun the way they were. I mean, yeah, they look beautiful, but, but man, to put that to put that additional work into it is insane. Well, and we're so supposed to get – we're supposed to be – we were supposed to do a podcast with Gary and um, – with Gary Stell, who owns Turmoil and Buddy, Buddy Hale, and talk about the yeah, whole process going. of doing all that. What a good podcast that would be because you get customer angle and builder angle into one. Yeah, that, it's, it's a very different journey really for the cool. both of them. Being a builder, yep. I know it's a very different journey for my customers than it is for me. You know. Yeah. Yep. No. He, yeah, that'd be cool to get both perspectives on one podcast at the same sure. time. You yeah, know? we're gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be. You got a long list, Bill. I don't think you can work anymore, bro. I think you just need to quit. leave T Brothers with Andrew and just get on it, dude. There's too much stuff you got to cover on Let's Talk Dutch. I see bro. everybody pay five bucks a month, and I'm done, dude. And then we'll just get Let five it, bucks no, a it'll month. Grow naturally, bro. <laughs> you put you yep. put that kind of work into it, it'll it'll grow way naturally. I think. Yep. This is your future, especially if you can manage to stay out of prison in 2023. You know, you'll right? be that much better ahead. No, tough. There'll be so no tough. more trips to Mexico. That was a bad seed. I can tell that. For sure, but uh, he's different now, bro. He's different. Yeah, he's always, he's always got a sharpened freaking toothbrush in his pocket. I don't know what's wrong with him, dude. Really, really, really shiny. Real jumpy lately. Yeah. I mean, I come to his house here. There's a sharpened piece of plastic just sitting here Whatever, in front of me. I don't I'm get what's jabby, going on, bro. dude. I got to be on your game, dude, all the time. No slipping, no slipping up in here. But yeah, uh, and so uh, what's up for you, George? What's what's going on with you for the next this next year? What are some of your goals, VW wise, this next? Next year so i got two 21 windows one is stock and one is custom that will both be finished this year mm-hmm. i have uh, well you could debut them at the october show most likely i'll be debuting hopefully two volkswagens at the october show potentially three and yeah. I, the people i'm building one car for they don't have any desire to show it as soon as it's done it's going to newport beach i'm never gonna see it again which is fine that's their prerogative to do with it as they will um but two of them i'm hoping are at our show and they're both pretty dope. October, yeah, they're gonna be rad. I'm, ho- I'm hoping. Nice. To, I'm, I'm hoping to have Joseph's car done long before the October show, but it will not be leaving uh, just because uh, shipping it to Hong Kong and whatnot. It's gonna be with me for a while, so that will definitely be at this October show, finished and on display, ready yeah. to rock. And um, <clears throat> what about you, Tori? What, oh, hold on, George. Are you gonna do anything with your bus, dude? I have a whole laundry list on my thing right now, but it's stupid things. Like I am installing my Chinese heater. I'm finishing my headliner. Like I have a list of things I need to get done to it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that, and I need to have that ready all in three weeks because busted by the bridge right around the corner. So that it was actually on my lift today. And then it was taken back off my lift lift for Emmy Moses's bus to go up there to to diagnose the problem with that. Yeah. So, You'll like, get some stuff done. I'm with the that. plumber with the leaking pipes. Lucky. And my kids don't have shoes <laughs> and whatever, whatever. Right, the mechanic that broke down. Whatever car. other one you want to throw out there, have at it. But yeah, at least, oh. you know, listen, at least I got my bus 
And that's the thing for buses. What am I taking down there? Am I taking oh, the carbon decisions, cab or am I, or am I taking the, 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 uh, you're taking carbon cab. What the other bus, limo do you bus? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about right, that. I didn't even think right. about that. I would take the limo bus. Yeah. I like I the limo bus. That thing's yeah. really cool. That's a cool rig. It is. What would be rad is to stab the type four in there. You make it happen with exhaust and everything like that. Yeah. Not a problem. I'll help you out on that, but yeah. Yeah. That would make it more. Drivable. How is it driving that carbon cab now? Uh, it's good. It's it. it, it, it there's a hey, distinct. I'm not talking difference. about the motor, bro. I don't care about the motor. The motor oh, was thrown in there. Oh right? yeah, like yeah, the motor. yeah, yeah. No, without the squeak, you know how long with, I worked on that freaking front end. You have no idea, squeaking freaking tubes. Yeah. it's like a whole different car. It's a different car. Because what 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 I could never understand is why the the hair on the back of my neck stood up right when I get in that thing. Because I drive around because like, you have two and go like no matter what you f- you heard every bump because it had those it had those uh, urethane bushings in the front suspension and i'm gonna tell you oh right now, yeah yeah that's the is, worst so and, no. and now if, if changing the front spindles is going to get me that big of a difference oh, yes. as far as ride quality i may swap those front spindles because yeah, i think i just have some mm-hmm. flip spindles in that thing too flip garbage yep yeah Bro. i'm telling you the, the innovation of welding the spindles that that nate russ and michael and all these guys have started doing is a game changer in the right quality. It really yeah. is. So it's worth the investment to do it. You'll see. Also, we got uh, the Bull Run bus has the majority of the hydraulics installed in it, correct? Yeah. Yeah. The majority of the hydraulics are installed in the Bull Run bus. Um, just getting some other stuff finished up. I'm, I'm, so this year, potentially, if Buddy knocks out the split. Let's just stop worrying about that right now, bro. That's what we're going on. You're That's October. 17. That's October. <laughs> if by October, I would love for my split to debut at the VW Classic, but highly that's going to happen. Are I, the Halls I, doing the Classic? Have we I had confirmation from them yet? I completely forgetting that I have that car. Yeah. Um, I've been paying insurance on it. Have you spoken to Steve Hall? Are they doing the Classic again? Is it, uh, is I would, it planned I, I don't see intended? why they wouldn't. It was a good turnout this year, yeah. so... I haven't chatted with him. I'll, I'll solidify that. So, Tori, make sure you clear your calendar for October for the one crazy weekend here in Las Vegas, Nevada, that will Let's talk be announcing about- the date. Yes, I will be able to, I will, I will for sure be able to come this year. I couldn't come last year because I was involved in a pretty nasty accident on a hotel shuttle. Oh, and so all of my flight privileges were suspended. So I could not really even fly. Um, my attorney didn't want me flying. Long story. But no yeah. I'm but, back to work now, so everything's good. We'll yeah. have our dates solidified. I'll definitely hopefully. be out to Vegas for that. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll have our dates solidified soon, so we can start the promoting of the show. But I'm hoping all listeners and all people who are involved in this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, in Let's Talk Dubs and the Family Circle, come back out for the one crazy weekend. Oh, they'll be back. Like I haven't, ta- I haven't talked to a single person that said I'm not coming. Yeah, like, everybody, everybody that, likes it. Everybody every, loves it. And that's and what I was talking about on my time. on my Instagram live earlier today. I said that the, the the culture, the people that started with that event, because usually every event is like this club puts it on or that group puts it on. This this the culture of the participants in the one crazy weekend has just been a conglomerate of like all over the West Coast. Yeah, even further than that. And it's just become like the people, like the reels, the guys that want to drive their cars. I mean, the second year we did it, some dude drove out from, yep. you know, the, the first year there's a guy drove out from Oregon. Second Todd year, Gary. second year, another guy drove out from Oregon. I mean, we had, you know, we, we got Todd. We had, Gary, an off. We had we, but there's so <laughs> many people. And what I'm saying is like, it's people that I want to drive my car on the strip. I want to, you know, get in all these awesome 
you know, locations and do all this cool stuff. So it, I know it's going to get, it's I only going to get bigger this and better. going to be so a monster. Tori, you so, got to be a part of it. You got to well, come up here and experience Oh, it. yeah, no. For sure, we're coming because. Hold on, bro. You're Hang on one up. second, bro. You're breaking up. You there? Uh-oh. Tori. Jam down in our in. You're breaking up, brother. Tori. Man, that's not good. You got I'm that. You got my that internet connection wireless dude is kicking in. What's going on, bro? What's up? Oh, you man. You got mid mobile, dude. What's good. happening That's here, not bro? Good. We got you. Can you hear me now? Can you I don't me? know. I'll You're back on. Can you hear me now? Can you yeah, hear me we got now? you. Okay, got you. cool. So you were saying. Yeah, so, so Bob, yeah, Bob Daniels, I know he's coming out because we awesome. both were at Bug Jam in Dade City this year. And well, uh, he's like, he wants to make that his birthday celebration. Right. Like, his, he's going to kind of postpone his birthday until vegas so we're definitely both flying out for that and so we're gonna be Lil kicking Pitt it gonna be in the house we're gonna be kicking with little yep, pit we gave everybody nicknames at the grand national rosary show because if you have met tory tory at a quick side glance looked like johnny knoxville so we was calling him knoxville <laughs> bob looks like a pit bull ready to attack at any given moment so we call bob little pit and then george is just the Argen- the argentinian lover <laughs> So that's Mr. McCallum. <laughs> so, and then my boy Brent was with us, Mullatron. Yeah. So we got Mullatron. We got the whole. You know what's so dope about Brent's hair? It's back in style. That's right. He, got, <laughs> he held on to that. He's held on to it long enough. That's right. But that style is right back up there, dude. He's he's current. Yeah. He's very current. He's a regular Theo Vaughn. That's it. That's so, well, cool, yeah, man. I love, dude. I love Theo Vaughn. He's so funny. Yeah. yeah no, Vegas is gonna be lit, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I want to draw a future shock though. That's gotta happen. I gotta draw a shock. No, no problem. As long as Steve Connect doesn't come down, it's all you, bro. But Steve comes down, you're gonna ride in the back. <laughs> yeah. You're riding in the back. You like that dude on Pond Cruise cool. rag chop yeah. around though. Like, yeah, Bill's yeah. got like 17 Volkswagen. You can mob so you'll rag have one to chop, choose from. bro. Whatever. I'll give you the bus driver's hat. Take the limo bus. Pick up any ladies, stray ladies going down the, <laughs> going down the Vard, bro. They're all there looking for a ride. But yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they are in Vegas. <laughs> but listen, let's not jump so far ahead to October, man. March, March. Let's get to Volkswagen. Yeah. Let's get to Volkswagen. Stop goofing around, dude. I mean, yeah, we we've got to we've got to get there. I'm going. I got to. I'll, I'll have my tickets booked within the next two weeks. I'm gonna book my tickets and get it situated. I'm gonna interview a bunch of uh, a bunch of the guys from Europe that are gonna be there. I'll bring you guys Sweet. a ton of content from from over there, and we'll do uh, we'll do a little ride along. I know that there's a big barn door gathering this year too, and I think that's in Germany the barn door gathering. So nice. There's a lot, lot, a lot going on, a lot coming up, and uh, I'm looking forward to another another great year. So I got to figure out some giveaways I'm going to do here in the next little bit on Instagram or Facebook. Do something for some giveaways and um, help some people out. We still haven't forgot about the giveaway bug. Uh, we're just, uh, we're, we're going to get, we're going to, we get... actually did do some discussing with MP at, uh, at SEMA show. Yeah. We talked to them about it and they're willing to basically, we give them a little grocery list of what we're looking yeah. for from the car. So this, a lot of it is falling on us. Obviously we got 10 million projects going on with other things in the works and just don't have the time for that right now, but it will get done. We, yeah. we do have complete intentions of, of doing a raffle bug or a giveaway bug. Yeah, probably, whatever it's, it's it'd just be. be cool to give it away. So, yeah. Um, but other Sweet. than that, Tori, uh, you're moving. So you got a car that can be moving and shaking. And, uh, yep. Hope. I'm taking bad temper though. Bad temper's coming to Florida for sure. That's a Florida kind of car. Man. Yeah, it is. We'll so. just drive it to Vegas too. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, could do that too. Yeah. There you go. 
Well, little... I drove it to the Geneva show. It did well. Like I, I mean, that was like a, I don't know, two hours each way. Nice. You know, um, on the on the highway. I was deaf by the time I got there. I yeah. think. But was it got steel mounts? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all oh, solid mounted no. and IDAs and hey, oh man, it was. You gotta, you gotta fix yeah. that. You got a soft bro. mount mid mid berg it up, dude. Like get rid of yeah. all that hard. Yeah. It's got a berg. It's got a berg mid mount on it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a hard yeah, berg mid mount. Solid mounted. Yeah. Replace yeah, those exactly. with the with the rubber ones, and then put your stock bushings back or stock seat stock. Yeah, that cars. It's mounted. loud. Yeah. But it was cool. It was uh, you know a lot of people because the Geneva people. I don't think anyone had seen that car. You know, so Bob had his scallop car there, and then I had Very Bad cool. Temper too, and yeah, it was cool. And you're people saying got the, to see some the, Cali the stuff. The Geneva there. show was just a, a phenomenal um, venue for a show. A lot of cars, and if they keep doing it. And a lot of people kind of make it their destination to kind of maybe bring some cars out and debut them. That would be the spot to do it. Yeah, it's a beautiful backdrop. Yeah, Bob and I had a good time. They had a little little BMX uh, display there. And yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Now I'm looking, I'm looking forward to uh, heading out there one day and checking it out. So, but uh, yeah, man. Well, guys, I think we about wrapped up the year. And uh, well, I'm looking for another good year upcoming and uh anything else you guys wanted to any shout outs you want to do before we wrap up merry christmas happy new year's to everybody and thank you for listening to this podcast and support my brother on this because i'm not just his brother i'm a huge fan of it and uh happy friday means a lot to this kid too yeah yeah absolutely couldn't have said it better myself man i'm looking forward to uh all the uh podcasts you're gonna be grabbing in 2023 it's gonna be a great year we got more to come guys so uh until next week guys later you probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. It's got everything that people who like the bug like.